0: Hello, thanks for tuning in today to Blue Gold Radio Sunday and to Beat Breakdown. I'm your host, Jackson Krell, and on the first edition of Beat Breakdown, we'll be talking about one of the greatest bands of the 70s, having some of the most iconic songs and album covers. Yes, today we'll be talking about Pink Floyd. More importantly, I'm going to break down what I think their top five albums are. Now before I get into the actual list, there's one album I want to talk about that didn't quite make the cut. That album is their debut album from 1967, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Now this album's frontman is none other than Sid Barrett. In case you didn't know, Sid Barrett was the first frontman of the band for only this album. Unfortunately, Barrett had some very bad substance abuse problems, especially with LSD. This actually caused him to develop schizophrenic-like symptoms. In fact, one weekend, Barrett went missing. And came back and his friends described him as a completely different person once a joyful guy became depressed and withdrawn from the world this led him to leave the band and we'll discuss this continuation of the story on a different album now talking about the actual music on this album and it's completely different from any other pink floyd album this is where the band dives into the 1960s psych rock sound The band sounds fantastic on this album especially on tracks like astronomy Domine, flaming and my personal favorite interstellar overdrive on this song The band actually borrows inspiration from space rock. And towards the end of the track, they actually experiment with the mixing of the song, which has this pretty cool effect. If I had to say my favorite aspect of this album, though, it would be the complete abstract lyrics that are throughout all this album. Some of the songs are straight up like nursery rhymes. The most infamous example of the lyrics of this album are on the song Bike. An example of that is, you're the kind of girl that fits in with my world. I'll give you anything, everything, if you want things. What does that even mean? If you find abstract lyrics like that entertaining, stop what you're doing right now and listen to this album. Now actually getting onto the list, at number five we have Metal from 1971. Before talking about the music on this one, I want to talk about the album cover. It took me way too long to figure out what it actually was. I always thought it was like a bloody dress chilling in some sketchy pool, but no, it's actually a sideways picture of an ear with a blue-pink filter with some water ripples overlaid on it. I like my version better. When you typically talk about this album, the first song that people talk about and frankly ignore every other song on the album is the closer Echoes, which to be fair, it's an incredible song. It's a 23 minute song that goes from through several phases from an abstract opening to a smooth sounding chorus to to this long ambient section where it sounds like seagulls are screaming in your ears then back to the chorus with some of the best guitar riffs the band has ever done this song is absolutely nuts and deserves all the recognition it gets but i truly believe the greatness of the song makes people overlook the other songs on this album the opening track is this fantastic bass line that builds up to this epic guitar keyboard finish a fantastic opener next the more somber a pillow of winds is one of Pink Floyd's most blissful sounding tracks ever made. I swear, I could sleep to the song. It's so peaceful. The track, Fearless, as the, this rhythmic guitar riff played throughout the song, which is so dang catchy, it also features what sounds like a stadium people saying you'll never walk alone. Another blissful track. But if I had to pick my absolute favorite track on this album, it had to be San Tropez. I cannot listen to this track and not be in good mood. The piano and acoustic guitars on this track are a perfect duo. It just feels what a perfect summer day should sound like. However, the next song on this album is absolute garbage. Do you like subpar singing with sad pianos and guitars and an annoying dog that's trying to sing the song too? Boy, do I have a song for you. The track is called Seamus, but honestly, it doesn't really affect the greatness of this album at all. If you haven't heard this album before, check it out. You won't regret it. Coming in at number four is our 1979 double LP album, The Wall. Wow, what an album. Not only does Pink Floyd kind of give up making a cool album cover, but they do a full-on opera rock album. Now, this is a one-hour and 20-minute album with 26 songs on it. And at the same time, it's a concept album. So this album is quite the commitment. Now, this album is a little decisive between Pink Floyd fans um, why yes the entire album can be described by one sentence like this rate your music user does as you just don't get how deep the wall is it's like there's this wall around them and the wall symbolizes a wall why yes that is really funny i do disagree with the simplicity of the album instead of talking about the individual tracks i'm just going to talk about the story of the album and at the end i'll give some of my highlights of my favorite songs the story of our main character starts with his father dying in World War II fighting the Nazis. He grew up lonely with his overprotective mother and brutal school teachers. This caused him to slowly close himself off from the world. He later becomes a rock star and lives that lifestyle beginning getting addicted to women and drugs. He has a mental breakdown and finally closes himself completely from the world. He later has to perform to an audience but is unable to because he's completely out of it still. His producers inject some type of drugs to make him perform, and during that performance, he launches into a fascist rant. He later starts a riot and becomes a Nazi advocate. He soon realizes that he has become the same thing that killed his father, and he has a final breakdown, which he decides to tear down his walls to society. Wow, that was a lot. Well, I think it's a well-told story through the concept album. I do think it kind of loses me kind somewhere in the second half. Some of my favorite tracks on this album are In the Flesh, Question Mark, Another Brick in the Wall, Part 2, Don't Leave Me Now, Hey You, Comfortably Numb, which has one of the best Pink Floyd guitar solos ever on it, and The Trial. This album is also, in my opinion, Pink Floyd's best produced album. It sounds immaculate, but at the same time, it has a lot of tracks I personally don't care for it that much, which is to be expected. I mean, it has 26 songs on it. I think there are some things holding it back a little bit like the story not making that much sense and some of the weaker songs. But overall, uh, come on, it's Pink Floyd, The Wall. It doesn't get much more grand of album than this. Check it out. Coming in at number three is their 1977 album Animals. Animals is a much darker and harsher Pink Floyd album. It borrows its sound on mainly progressive rock, but it also has some punk rock influences on it. Its lyrics are largely based on the George Orwell novel Animal Farm, which definitely adds to the darker tone of this album. With its three main songs, titles being called Dogs, Pigs, three different ones, and Sheep. It has two acoustic openers and closers um, being Pigs on the Wing. Before diving more into the music, I want to say Pink Floyd has some of the most iconic album covers of all time. And this one is my favorite album covers of theirs. From the flying pig to the terrifying-looking factory, it's just a pure work of art. The first of these three epics of this album is the 17-minute song, Dogs. If I was doing a list purely on the best Pink Floyd songs, spoiler alert, this would be number one. What a fantastic song. This has my favorite Pink Floyd riffs ever on any of their songs on it. The building of progression of different phases of the song is absolutely perfect. This song really teleports you to a dystopian dimension, and I weirdly love it. The next track, Pigs, uh, three different ones, has this kind of distorted pig snarl that sounds weird, but it fits the vibe of the track. It's another great track with a great organ and guitar work, and some of the great lyrics that also progress through the album. But if I had to pick my third favorite track on this album, it would easily be this one. It's still a fantastic track, but... It's in between two of the best Pink Floyd songs of all time. And the other song that we're talking about is the song Sheeps. And of course, the song Sheep starts with the sound of literal sheep, which builds up to this explosion of sounds. For real. The energy on the song just makes me feel like I'm a sheep running away from rabid, feral dogs. It's incredible. The synths on this track are gnarly as well. It also features some kind of like distorted sermon slash like prayer halfway through the song it's insane it's crazy it's nuts and i love every bit of it for real what a fantastic closer uh which technically it is a closer but actually it's not but it doesn't matter uh what does matter is that pink floyd's animals is an incredible album and you should listen to it when you have the chance the dark side of the moon an album where the album cover is more iconic than most of the songs on it Nearly all the tracks on this album all flow together, and it starts with these like psychotic noises of Speak to Me, which builds up to this heavenly track, Breathe in the Air. It's beautiful and insane at the same time. Uh, This track flows directly to the psychedelic On the Run, which features, believe it or not, running sounds mixed with uh, psychedelic synths. I like this song, but I think that this is the clear-cut weakest track on the this nearly perfect album Uh, and this track nearly directly blends into the track time and now if you're starting to doze off this track will definitely wake you up with the sudden sound of probably 20 different clocks going off at the same time let's just agree that this is the true peak music just kidding but being for real this is one of the best songs on the album the clocks lead directly to this heartbeat like metronome that builds up with guitars and percussion into this drum fill that starts the main phase of the song. The song also features opera-like guest vocals through his phase too, and it's incredible. On top of that, it is a fantastic guitar solo as well. My favorite Pink Floyd lyric is also on the song. Uh, It starts with, the time is gone, the song is over, I thought I had more to say. Time is a nearly perfect song, and referring back to that best Pink Floyd songs list, this would easily fill up that number two spot. Time flows perfectly into The Great Gig in the Sky, which features one of the most impressive vocal performance I have ever heard. It's an incredible song with an outer-worldly feeling. This leads us to the song Money, which starts with, guess what, a sick beat of just money sounds. Yeah, this is another highlight with a sax solo and a guitar solo on it. Um, it's a classic. Uh, this song also... Of course, blends directly into the next song, Us and Them, which is another heavenly song with synths and beautiful guitar riffs. It also features more saxophone too. This peaceful phase builds up to this powerful loud chorus, which features those opera-like singers again. Incredible track. This leads directly into the psychedelic synth-filled song, Any Color You Like. A shorter song for this album, but its inclusion is definitely deserved in my opinion. This leads to a final Finale of this album, which is Brain Damage and Eclipse, which blends so perfectly together that it really feels like one song. Brain Damage" chorus is one of my favorite of the album. Uh, the drum fill into the Eclipse is epic and a fantastic sends off to one of the, the best albums I've ever, ever made. If you have never heard this album before, what, what are you doing? What's stopping you from listening to this? It's one of the best albums ever made, though it's still not the best Pink Floyd album. Pink Floyd's 1975 album, Wish You Were Here, is a five-song and 44-minute album. This album is largely about Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett's departure from Pink Floyd, which we already discussed on The Piper of the Gates of Dawn, was hard for the band. After their success in The Dark Side of the Moon, they decided to dedicate an album to their former band member and friend. While making the album, one day a bald man with no eyelashes and no eyebrows came into their studio and didn't say a word. That man was Sid Barrett, and that was the last time many band members ever saw him. Now, going into the actual music of this album, we're going to start off with Shine On You Crazy Diamonds, parts 1 through 5. It starts with an eerie yet beautiful drone, and then suddenly a guitar breaks up the drone with, while drums come out of nowhere and expand the song into a prog rock epic. With organs, guitars, drums, synths, and of course a saxophone. Going through several parts of the song, vocals start to appear around the 840 mark with lyrics like, now there's a look in your eyes like black holes in the sky, and you were caught between the crossfire of childhood and stardom. The last lyrics of the song directly reference the Piper at the Great Stones with, come on you painter, you Piper, you prisoner, and shine. Absolutely beautiful song. The next track, Welcome to Machine, could directly fit into Animals with its dark and mechanical tone. Its use of 808s like drums and sound effects are used perfectly as well as the dark synth. It's a complete 180 tonal shift from Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, but it makes you feel like how the band felt after losing Sid Barrett and the problems of fame. Fantastic track about the music industry. Have a Cigar is the next track and it follows the dark tone of Welcome to the Machine. This track features great use of synths as well. It follows the same story of the brutal music industry and my favorite lyric on this track is, The band is really just fantastic, that's what I think. Oh, and by the way, which one's Pink? Another easy highlight for this album. After this song is the title track, Wish You Were Here, being one of Pink Floyd's most popular songs. And it certainly deserves it. From its intro, to its fantastic lyrics, to its chorus, it's easily one of Pink Floyd's best songs. It has one of my favorite and one of the most iconic Pink Floyd riffs ever, too. My favorite lyric of the song would have to be, how i wish you were here we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year after this track we have the closing track shine on your crazy diamonds parts six through nine which is a fantastic closer which follows the opening track perfectly and a perfect send off to an album so there we have it a brief rundown honorable mention to piper at the gates of dawn number five metal number four the wall number three animals number two the dark side of the moon and number one wish you were here i think wish you Were here is an extremely consistently great album with some of the best songwriting on any pink wood album thanks for listening for the first episode of beat breakdown this is your host jackson krell signing off and you have a great day